Hey Sudbury, Dave Kurt, broker of record with Lake City Realty. So excited to be back with you for another episode of the Sudbury Real Estate Podcast. Sorry guys, I know I've apologized a lot in the past, but I took another hiatus last week. Um, I was in the office, I was working, but I just didn't get around to filming the podcast. We did send out the newsletter for anybody that follows that online. Hopefully you guys were able to digest that. Life's been a little bit crazy, but I did uh, I did appreciate to still get a chance to review the numbers and anybody that wants, I'm happy to add you to our newsletter list in case I do miss the podcast in the future as well. But welcome to fall. It's officially here. Fall, honestly, is one of the best times in Sudbury. I know I'm a huge summer fan and like lake swims, saunas, like I just, I love it. I just want to stay in there forever. I love the warmth. I love the heat. But we are also the city of the outdoors and we have outdoors literally on our doorstep. So to be able to enjoy fall uh, from the hiking, from camping, the, the trees changing colors, Honestly, the, the amount of flannel we see in Sudbury and the amount of blundstones, like Sudbury and fall is just absolutely awesome. I absolutely love it. What's going on in Canada at a national level? It was an interesting week. We had the Fed uh, to pull some interesting uh, hikes and I think everybody was predicting the hike was coming. Uh, they increased rates by 0.75% in the US, which 93% of the time Canada will follow suit in Canada. If they do, don't, it will do a bunch of damage to the uh, the dollar and therefore make our, our trade really either really bad or really good kind of thing. Um, but we also had like uh, the Canadian inflation numbers came out and they I think they were predicting around seven point four percent and those actually came in at seven percent. So they 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 were the inflation was slower than what we the the economists were actually making predictions about. So locally, like from a national level, it actually feels like we're doing a better job than a lot of the other world, um, a lot of the other countries out there of battling inflation. Although we're seeing it from the, the Fed's perspective is they were they were brutal. They said like, we're not stopping, we're doing everything in our power to continue to increase rates. And we're serious about beating inflation kind of thing. So the dollar took a hit, the, uh, the, the bond market took a hit, like everything, the stock markets, it was a really negative day all around from, the, from an economic standpoint. I think that was about Tuesday was the inflation numbers and Wednesday was their interest rate announcement. Uh, and then we had the official handing over the reins between from uh, the Queen and we had her funeral this week and, uh, you know, passing it to King Charles, um, which is just like, it's it's weird to figure out, like still to think that we are still part of this big monarchy. And I know there's a lot of frustration and people that are, you know, saying like, you know, this, they should be around and you know, what some of the things they've done in the past. But if we look at it like... Uh, it is what it, the situation we're in. Um, it, it it's it's pretty amazing to be connected to all these people and to have a queen that that was in power, whether you agreed with her power or not, for so long and her her reign that sh- like stretched such a, an amazing amount of time and decades and and prime ministers and what she'd seen like I think it was like sixty years or seventy years in power or whatever. So like just absolutely an amazing feat for what she's accomplished. And now we've passed it to the king. And, and locally, I know there was a bunch of media up in roar about 
um, uh, Justin Trudeau that was singing Bohemian Rhapsody at a piano uh, in, in when he was preparing for the Queen's funeral uh, at a small gathering or something like that. And like, at the end of the day, he's, he's a person and this is his fun side's coming out. And I absolutely loved that he was able to enjoy himself a little bit um, and kind of, you know, make the most of his situation. And, and they hit that, that's how he wanted to give a little bit of a tribute to uh, his British, the the, his, the British monarchy was through uh, a, the 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 ode to Queen there, and it didn't bother me at all. I know it bothered a lot of people, but it was just a little. It was funny to see the uh, the outcry on on that point. On the local level, it seems like we're kicking into a high gear with the local municipal elections. Um, I was chatting in our office this week, and somebody's like, "It's the first time this week that I noticed that there's more." Uh, council and mayor signs than real estate signs on people's lawns, and I don't know if that has to do with the the few number of listings or just the number of uh, of of signs on from the mayoral race at an all time high right now. Locally on a real estate front, though, like my big bold prediction I made, you know, way back five months ago or something like that, when rates really started increasing, I said we're going to be at three hundred listings before you even know it. Like it's uh, we're going to see this this marketplace explode from a listing standpoint because buyers are going to be afraid to buy and like, the sellers are going to try to rush their house to the market. That that hasn't happened, and like so this week we had two hundred forty one total listings available. Last week was two hundred forty nine, so we had like an eight listings drop from last week. Um, that was caused because we had a few more sales. So we had 43 sales this week versus 41 last week, 24 additional uh, conditional deals, 21 of those 43 sales happened to multiple offers. So again, multiple offers still staying pretty strong for the number of deals that are happening. Uh, and then 56 new listings this week, and that's down from 64 last week. So that's a, like a pretty sizable drop, but let's get into it. What are my five takeaways for the week? Takeaway number one, sales up slightly and new sale, new listings down significantly. This is how we arrive at 241 listings this week. We've seen this trend play over the last few weeks and I'm, and I'm trying to make predictions. And I'm like, oh guys, this is where we're headed because we're seeing this trend play two weeks in a row. I think this is gonna be the start of a trend and then it reverses. So like, it is really tough when I'm looking at short-term numbers and, and data every week and, I, and I'm trying to draw, um, draw conclusions about what we're seeing. But again, if I look at this, I, I'm shocked at the number of total listings that hasn't ballooned. And we got up to about 286 or 289 at a high and we're back down to 241. Like, I really think that we will not be in a buyer's market until we can either get to the point where there's like literally maybe five or 10 sales happening a week, which is highly unlikely in my mind this week again, it's a slower market, we saw 43 sales, or we're gonna see it like 500 total listings. And that's basically a doubling. Every every red dot you see on Realtor.ca right now, that would be a two of those red dots for every one of them there are. And I just don't see a world with it where that happens, at least in the short term kind of thing. And it's like, I know we, we talk about all the time, you know, what's going to happen with the numbers and stuff like that. But it, it, it it's amazing to me that we've been able to keep the listings to what they are right now with the rest of the environment around us. Sellers aren't saying... I've got to rush to list my house before I, you know, I may take advantage of these buyers that are out there or um, buyers are still pretty active in this marketplace and they're still out there and we're seeing, you know, 43 sale, uh, buyers were able to, to secure properties in the last seven days. Like these are pretty notable things that are happening in the marketplace right now. Takeaway two, what a week for sales in the South End. Wow. We had 15 of the 57 sales this week. We're all in the South End. And when I'm talking about South End, I include hospital area, as well as like Long Lake and Kiwi Park area as well. But more interesting this week is that three of those were a million dollars plus. 
there's clearly still demand on all price points in this marketplace. But when I say that, the buyers are being much more cautious and much more selective with every offer they make. We've spent months and months telling our clients and buyers that rates are going up, the prices are pulling back, it's a great time to find a deal on the market. And that's what they're doing. My theory is that the buyers are out there shopping. They're looking for those deals. They're not going to pay any price. They're not going to pay a hundred grand above listing price or whatever. Like they are looking for good opportunities. And if they see it, they're in a position to jump on it. They also are very smart buyers and the most educated buyers we've seen in a long time. So they're in tune with what prices are, what values are. They're watching online. They're, they're chatting with their realtors on a weekly basis, on a daily basis to, to really find out what, where the values are on places. If the sellers think and th- that they're going to get the premiums they came at the beginning of the year, that's not going to happen. And if the buyers are, are looking to take advantage of these smoking deals, they are there on some places, but it's going to, t- it t- like to get a deal together, I would say it's a willing buyer and it's a willing seller. And to, to, ha- to find both of those things, it's got to be a little bit of give from both of those people, I think. And those are the deals that are coming together in this marketplace. Still a lot of deals willing to go down, but it's uh, it it takes a little bit of bend from both the buyer and the seller to have a deal, I think, and when I'm looking at those 40, 43 sales this week. Takeaway three for the week. The Fed's announcement hit the financial markets pretty hard this week. Just a reminder that the Fed is that big bad wolf in the bank of the U.S. that controls the interest rates, and they make changes. They, they kind of force the hand of the Bank of Canada, Tiff McCallum over the Bank of Canada, to respond as... If they don't, our dollar is going to be thrown out of whack. The Fed's rate announcement of increasing by 0.75% or three-quarter basis points wasn't that surprising, but it was that they reiterated that the rates are only continuing to rise despite... They know it's going to cause a ton of pain for homeowners. They know for people with mortgages. They know for it's going to cause loss of jobs. They know it's going to cause probably like point, point them into a pretty hard recession that could be coming in 2023. And they're saying, we don't care because taming inflation is, is that important to us and we're going to do what we need to do to, to do that. On the flip side, north of the border, we had a positive numbers with our inflation numbers released this week. I think it was predicted that they'd be around 7.4 or something like that. And they came at seven. Like, I know this is still ridiculously high when we think of that we're winning with 7% inflation, but we got to take the small wins for what it is. And it's, from one perspective, it seems like we are getting to a breaking point with inflation and we might have a few a peak maybe a few months ago in Canada, but the U.S. is telling us that their roadmap is to continue to increase and cause more pain in the in the future with their lending rates, which is going to in turn um, increase the, their interest rates. So from one perspective, we see it: the U.S. is doing what they need to do, and then Canada seems like we're 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 doing better. But then we also have to follow suit of the U.S. or our dollars are going to get crushed. So there's so much going on here. Um, it's, it's a really tough time to be in the marketplace. And again, I always say like, if you're trying to time markets, it's probably the worst thing you could be doing. But if you're looking out there, if you're trying to take advantage of it, your dollar's going a little bit further than it did before. Now the question is like, are you getting paid more at work? And like, are, are you getting paid? Like have you, your wage kept up to inflation? And like, have you, your take home kept up to inflation? Do you still have disposable income at the end of the month? Because if you do, well, an average house in Sudbury was 505 or 510 or whatever, and now it's 420. So your dollar goes much further. I, I listened to an economics podcast this weekend, and they said, like, if 
it it's almost considered like a buying opportunity if you just almost put these things in units of value as if you if as long as you're not affected too much at work and as long as you don't have a job loss or something like that like in the immediate future like if you're taking home the same income or even keeping a pace with inflation everything just been on sale by 20 percent. whether it's housing whether it's stocks whether it's mutual funds like the everything's been pulled back so everything's just a little bit cheaper and if you were planning on spending a thousand dollars to invest that thousand dollars is buying 20 percent more than it could have bought you know six months ago so it's an interesting uh, outlook from that perspective but i think the destruction really hasn't even started we haven't even started to see this truly play out as like in in the land of the free here in canada we're five percent is going to be the new normal this is the new normal interest rates and like there is still future rates to come i think that they might in the future maybe pull back but five percent is kind of that new normal that we're going to find ourselves in at least and maybe it's going to be slightly higher but like we need to be okay with this and even the people that are buying today they're not paying the five percent rates because they they've qualified for mortgages that they're on lower rates from you know 60 or 90 days ago at, at these much lower rates so it's going to take you know 12 months for this to, to really play out in the economy and only at that point will we see truly what what's happened and that's kind of why bank of canada like in, or international banks like the bank of canada typically makes a small move and then they sit back and adjust and they see where what's happening but from their perspective, they need to solve inflation and they, they're not able to do it with the, with in the increase in the rates at every single meeting. So they're saying we're going to continue to hammer that message home. It is a really interesting time. I hope that you and your family are doing okay around that. And uh, yeah, it's it's a turbulent time for sure, whether it's housing or whether it's stock markets or whether it's whatever. But you know, if from my perspective, I'm, I'm in my like mid to late 30s now. I'm happy that I've got some runway ahead of me before retirement because if I was looking to retire the next year or two, I think that things would look quite a bit different from from my perspective. That was a long-winded take on inflation and it's one of my points I'm spending the most amount of my time and energy um, researching on a week-to-week basis. So I appreciate you guys staying with me and those that I still have their eardrums with it. But takeaway five, like as a market continues to pull back on prices, more or takeaway four, but as a market continues to pull back more and more, we see that... It's, it almost feels like it's an artificially low rate tied to the fact that home prices increase to the level they did. And with higher rates, our new reality, the idea of a price is pulling back just makes sense. The only thing that can in the real estate is saving grace is I don't really hear many people talking about immigration. Immigration is going to be really the thing that pulls us and pushes us to, to the, next, the next point uh, of this marketplace on where things this is what's really going to help the market rebound as quickly as i think it, it has the ability to rebound and it, a lot of people aren't talking about it the numbers i ran into this week um i heard some stats that shocked me it was the overall population of canada is projected to grow to 47.7 million canadians by 2041 we're currently just over 38 so we're talking another 10 million canadians in the next 20 years that sounds like a long time, but I've been in real estate for 15 years and I'm like, if, if I you know, snap my fingers and I look back and I'm like, that's what we're gonna be dealing with. We're gonna be dealing with major cities that have grown by 30%. Picture Sudbury going from a population of 170,000-ish to 230. Do we have the infrastructure? Do we have this the, 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 the social infrastructure? Do we have the healthcare systems? Do we have, we're struggling as it is already. Selfishly, if I think of how it will play for real estate, the demand that's going to be put on the existing infrastructure is going to be absolutely insane, which from a supply and demand position are surely going to push prices higher. The caveat here 
is I'm talking about a two decade, 20 years timeline. A lot can happen in 20 years. And I'm sure we're going to see some highs and lows within that time frame. But I think this is one thing that makes me so bullish on real estate as a long-term play is Canada is a fantastic place to live. I believe that immigration is a real thing and it's the only thing that's going to continue. We know that there's going to be demand on immigration to, and people are going to look at Canada as an amazing opportunity to, to come to. And if we can spot these cities like Sudbury that are kind of hubs, like Sudbury being the hub of the north, um, I think that people are going to be drawn to these locations. And what does that look like? It's going to be a much more international. It's going to be a much more diverse city. It's going to be a much, it's going to be a city that's going to grow. And I'm excited for it. I know it's going to be uh, like, it's going to be, it's a little bit scary to think about how our existing infrastructure is going to handle it. But, you know, we might be seeing high rise apartments in Sudbury to, to be able to match a, a 60,000 increase in population in the next 20 years. Takeaway five, where does the market go from here? I still feel strongly that we're going to see that pullback in prices, even despite the current, we've already seen a 20% that we've already seen. But if we zoom out and we, and we think that prices will continue to, I, I, I think if we zoom out from our timelines that we're looking at, we're going to continue to see prices decrease until we get that leveling off in the Bank of Canada interest rates. And I was super optimistic that we were going to see that shortly. But with the Fed's moves this week, I just think that that interest rate, the, the interest rate hikes are going to continue to, sh to in the short term and really put some pain on the marketplace. Despite all that, we are also seeing what feels like an increase of activity this week, which doesn't really make sense, but there's fewer available listings on Realtor.ca as we've gone over a few times. And I think despite everything with the Bank of Canada, the market's showing us that there is some seasonality to the fall market. There's fewer sellers typically and fewer buyers, but maybe because we were already in the 40s for buyers, we weren't in the 60s and 70s and 80s, maybe that, that pullback's not as significant because we're already having a small number that that small amount of buyers is not going to get smaller it's just it's a smaller pool to begin with and instead what we're doing is we're taking the total number of listings that would have been there and people are like oh i'd like to sell my house in the summer the spring of the summer well typically there's less sellers at this time of the year so we might see kind of a, a moderation or leveling off in the number of buyers um, because that pool is smaller to begin with and those people are still motivated enough to be out there shopping but the, the, the number of listings is following the pattern of seasonality where it increases like dramatically in the spring, dips off as we saw that end of the summer into the fall. And that's kind of the timeline we're in. The other thing I wanted to take a quick look at here is I did a quick scan on the average sale price this week. And we talked earlier how there was some big, big sales. I think there was four sales over a million bucks this week. But our average price point right now is about 420000 based on the stats from last month. This week it was 507,000. So it's that like this that continues to show my big boulder predictions can be off every week. Again, I don't have a crystal ball when it comes to these numbers, but I, I do my best to, to, to try to show you what's happening, come up with some insight, and then make some predictions based off that. But we can always be wrong, and, and clearly I've been wrong on a few of these things, but I will continue to, to push home that same message that I pushed home for a while. Um, that prices were tied to interest rates and that's what we've seen the pullback on. I believe in real estate in the long term. Sudbury's a great spot to live and I absolutely love this city, whether it's fall, summer, spring or winter, whatever time of the year. And it's if you're trying to time the real estate market, you're probably in the wrong. It's a good opportunity. If, if you see a house, if you like the house, if you can afford the house, if you take your time to do due diligence about the house, then make the move. And that's the best advice I can give you. Well, that's my big bold, bold predictions this week. 
Thanks for tuning in, and I'm excited to chat with you guys next week. See you later, Sebri.